Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Journeys to Mount Shasta. Again, uh, two familiar faces. Me, Ichen, and uh, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi, hi. Lots happened since our last recording. That's great. So uh, that's why we're going to uh, 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 keep providing an update and then we're going to talk about something going on uh, and also uh, whatever we'd like to share today. So uh, Linda, uh, last time we talked about your event in July, right? Right, right. And, and in the last, since we did the sweat lodge, I keep getting different information. And in the last, let's say 24 hours, I got uh, new information to postpone it because I don't have a new sweat lodge built yet. And so that needs to get done. But two, I've been invited to be a speaker at the best of Mount Shasta since we last did our video. And so it made me clearer that I should uh, probably do my workshop and do it a little bit differently in October. So as it looks, it looks like it's gonna be the, the 5th, 6th, and 7th. I'm not sure if on the dates completely, because like I said, it's all new information. But um, we're also going to um, do a talk. My friend Marlo and I are going to do a talk on Saturday from 1 to 4 at Soul Connection about the medicine wheel. Because, you know, the different, we're going to talk a little bit about soul retrieval, but all of these things make a difference in our lives. Uh, where we are in the medicine wheel and how it affects us. And then I'm hoping to get my manuscript to the publisher by next week and start them doing the editing and get, getting a good title. <laughs> wonderful, yes. So uh, you, you mentioned about the Soul Connection, the uh, uh, speak with the Marlow. Is that including uh, your uh, October event or it's a different event? No, no, it's going to be part of the event. Because uh, what I want to do is uh, I love the woman at uh, Stony Brook and we will be there part-time. But actually what I'd like to do as we're moving forward is include in as many businesses and people in Mount Shasta that I can. Because, you know, um, some of us are a little more hidden in a sense. And that this way, this will be the first time that Marlo does a talk. And I think it'd be a good venue there to do it because he's quite, he's more involved in the, um, medicine wheel that I am and he has a lot of details and stuff and you know what, what we'll do is bring our, our train here in Mount Shasta we'll bring the group that we have but we'll also open it to the public so that if other people want to join they can join because I think it's an important part for people to understand where they're at and the medicine wheel in That's reference because you know it's just it's just such a great teaching and I think a lot of times, including myself, I minimize it. And then something will come up and it's kind of like when I was writing my book and I realized that a lot of it was done pre-North, you know, before I was in the North. So a lot of my experiences were pretty intense. They weren't like la-di-da and they weren't just meditating. It was doing hard work and showing up. And that's kind of where, where the uh, West is. You know, you're kind of driven and you think you know what you're doing. And then you get to the north and you begin to realize you didn't know much. You thought you did, but you didn't know as much as you thought. So yeah. that's the wisdom of us. So, so uh, can you also tell us a little bit about that? You were just invited to be the speaker of the uh, sure. of the 
best of uh, Mount Shasta? Well, a few years ago, we did um, the best of Mount Shasta, and we each had we had very different speakers, um, and it was really a success. I think everybody enjoyed each other, but then people came, and we were able to do readings and do counseling and do do. Um, I, I brought uh, Ron and I brought Frank Tom. They're both Indians. And Ron has kind of a speech impediment, and I did my talk, and then he did it. He didn't, he didn't stutter or do anything, and he's a really big healer. So we drew the right people. So I was out painting my fence one day, and she saw me. I hadn't seen her since the pandemic. And she's, oh, Linda, she said, I'm going to do the best of Mount Shasta, and it's going to be over Labor Day. I don't have the exact details because it's still sort of a work in progress. But it's going to be about, um, she's really encouraging some of the elders, the people, women, or and men, I guess, in the North to t do the talk and give the basis for it. And she said, I think it's really an important time. So that kind of propelled it. She said, would you be a part? Because she felt that the last best amount, Shasta, she kept saying, Linda, you're the heart. Because I was sort of in all the Zooms and I was encouraging different things. And so she wants me to be a part of it and, and encourage other people you know, to be a part of it because through the pandemic, it's been isolating. I mean, people have come to visit, but not for the teachings and much as much as like when Marlo was here last weekend, he has the message that you have that he's moving here. Not today, not to, exactly what you, you've said to me. And, you know, it's so funny because I hear this from other people. And of course I had that message many years ago so when it's it's the same sort of enthusiasm and it's sort of the secret, you know, well, you know, it's going to happen when the time's right. And I just met a woman on the trail and she was asking me, oh, do you live here? And I said, yeah. And she's, oh, you are so lucky. And I, I said, well, it's not really luck. And she's, oh, I know. I know the mountain called you. Complete <laughs> <laughs> stranger. Yeah, an interesting comment from her that I actually got a, uh, a comment on the Facebook that I posted uh, Maushasa bunny flat pictures, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. And actually this lady, she commented, oh, it's, it will be very lucky to live in Maushasa. I say, yes, indeed. And then you just mentioned about this lady talked to you about the same thing. <laughs> So synchronization everywhere now. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's how this change of this workshop, because it just wasn't feeling like the momentum was there, even though I'm enthusiastic about it. And until my new lodge is built, I just don't feel that the energy's there. And what was interesting is when I talked to Marlo, the, the sweat lodge we did was a little different it was really healing the past and releasing it because we burnt the willows. And he was telling me of how it affected him and that he's very enthusiastic about the new beginning. And that was the whole thing. We have these families and these dysfunctions that I really wanted to talk about in the lodge and we did. Different people shared some very intimate stuff, which is great. It's not a traditional Lakota thing. Mm -hmm. and. And what he, what he was saying is he, he completely got it. He said, I really feel the excitement of the new beginning. Wonderful. And that was really, and, and until the lodge is built, I think we're sort of in the process of building the new beginning. <laughs> yes, 
Yes, you I know, think it's kind of um, like my crazy book. You know, it's like it's the time wasn't right. It was it wasn't right. Yes, yes, but uh, right now everything is kind of uh, uh, in line, and then uh, we'll just uh, keep moving forward and then keep moving up. Yeah. Right. So very good, very good. Uh, what do I want to say? Okay. Uh, before we go into this uh, soul retrieval, I would like to share something that this has been on my mind for the past about two weeks. And finally today, I get to sit down and actually type it down. So I would like to share with uh, uh, okay. our friends and families here. Is just a few sentences, and this is the word I'm, I'm to starting me off. It's a solitude is a wonderful gift we could give to ourselves. It is a choice of freedom, free from social obligation, free from needing validation from others, free from meeting expectation from outer world. It is free to be you and only you. Free to take time to reflect your life as well as soul mission. Free to connect higher vibration. Free to bring insight into your perspective. Free to create harmony and balance in your daily life. May peace on earth and filled with joy. So that's something that uh, solitude, this word has been on my mind for the past about 10 days. And then I just feel like I really have to sit down and type it out. So I did like a meditation today to finish this. So that's a, that's the one thing I would like to share in this video with everyone here. Yeah. Well, it's a real gift if you take advantage of it. Yes, yes. The solitude okay. and doing that and moving forward. That's beautiful. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Linda, I think last time we talked about we're going to uh, kind of share the idea of a soul retrieval, right? Would you, uh, would you uh, share your experience about your retrieval, soul retrieval? Or um, I believe you mentioned about you also uh, provide that, that kind of service, correct? Right, right. Well, what ends up happening is that, let's say from trauma, um, even as a kid, a, a part of us goes somewhere else. And it's not on a conscious level. And a lot of times it's like when you're just starting a session and meaning getting in deep about just what, whatever happened. And, and you begin to realize that the, the person is not lined up. There's like some piece missing. And it doesn't have to be as dramatic as some, but once you get into uh, hypnotherapy and a journey, you can actually kind of coax that part of yourself back. And then you can have a conversation with that part as to why you left, or is it gonna be okay to realign yourself? Because when you're in complete alignment, it makes your life a whole lot easier. So, um, you know, the thing is, is when you, again, it, it's always about working intimately with the person and that they trust you. Um, I don't think it's something that you just randomly pick somebody unless you have some sort of connection. 
because you have to feel very safe and not that anybody needs to be scared, but just that you trust that person. And I've been lucky enough to work with some people that I don't know very well, but for some reason they trust me. And then we could go into that kind of journey. I call it a journey, you call it hypnotherapy. Some people do, you know, regression and go down. I never go down, I always go up. I go up the stairs, I go up towards heaven. But then it, once you start aligning, and a lot of times the person may not know that they're disjointed. You know, they know that something's not feeling right. They know that they're not in alignment. But it's not until you kind of can trust a person and do a journey. And now even they're doing even more with psychedelics with therapists because it's very, it's very successful because it you know, gets their guard down and they can journey into these other dimensions that are not always that easy to get to, even in hypnotherapy. Because again, it's absolutely essential that you trust that your therapist, your, your, your psychic, whatever. And not everybody, I mean, personally, I don't think, because I worked with uh, David Quigley and, and I was one of the people that helped him. And not everybody is comfortable doing it. And the ones that always seemed to be the most resistance were therapists because they'd have to give up control, you know, because they're the therapists and they're the ones used to doing it. But if people aren't willing to do that, you can't get to the other side of what that part is that has left and you're retrieving and bringing back an alignment. Wow, that's good. Uh, very, very uh, good information uh, that Linda shared with us. And also here, I'd like to add up a little bit because uh, I remember about a month ago in my uh, sound sharing session, I talked about the soul pieces. So like right. this lifetime, uh, if you're drawn to go somewhere else, particularly like Hawaii or Stonehenge or any other places on the earth, it's like that maybe in the past lives that you left some of your pieces there so when you are drawn to go there, just go ahead and do it because unconsciously, unconsciously, uh, uh, you you don't know what you why you really go and then what you need to do when you go there. But it's just like a anchoring the energy. So when you go there, automatically you kind of uh, retrieve that piece of uh, your soul uh, soul pieces there then will make you uh, whole uh, slowly. And so because we have so many past lives, so there are some pieces we left at different, different places on the earth as well as like other planet. So uh, what uh, Linda just shared with us is soul retrieval is a similar concept, uh, but the, the, the one I just shared is that uh, it's more about from the past lives. That's why you feel like, okay, this this life, sometime you you really feel like you need to go there, you need to go there. So uh, we're talking about current life, which was uh, Linda just shared with us. And we talk about past lives and as well as the future life as well. So I think uh, those are the information that, you know, you can take on it and then to see if that's something that you are, uh, you're drawn to it and you like to uh, uh, experience uh, that part of uh, uh, journey. Uh, so yeah, we... the, when I, let me just say that my first remembrance of a past life, I was at Notre Dame 
in Paris and I was standing by the Seine and this whole past life came up and I I didn't really understand it at the time because it was the smell of the river and of course Notre Dame and then we went to Scotland after that and that was part of the same past life that I entered entered a convent and so I did what you're talking about is what I wrote about in my book it was a whole lifetime journey that really affected this lifetime but I I had the memory of each piece of it that made my choices easier in this lifetime because there was things that I needed to pay attention to that I didn't in that lifetime yes so that was a very good example that uh, Linda just shared with us. And also uh, on top of that, I would, when I share that, uh, like uh, go to places to collect your soul pieces uh, on, the, on the YouTube channel, then at that moment I realized that in, in our current lifetime, if we have a chronic disease, diseases, disease, that we thought is from our gene. Yes, it is, but also because of uh, some of the soul pieces that you have not collected, have not retrieved it. That's why we have those kind of, uh, uh, those uh, like a chronic disease. So, you know, if you're guided to go somewhere, just go, you know, because that will actually help you. Uh, because in my personal experience that uh, I've been feeling like, uh, my physical body is getting healthier, uh, not just because I'm working with the spirit, as and also that uh, the spirit or the arch, uh, guardian angels or masters they are helping me to repair my body, physical body, uh, while I'm sleeping. So this could happen to everyone as long as you're sending out the intention, asking for help, asking for support and assistance from the spirit, from the higher higher uh, vibration, then this will happen to every single one of you if you are willing to do so, yes. Yeah, resting is such an important part of the digesting of what's going on. And especially um, when people leave Mount Shasta, I always tell them that when they get home is when they'll really understand what they've gone through because of the just being in that altered state of sleep. Yes, yes. So uh, what else? Okay, uh, another thing I would like to share with you is that uh, dynamic uh, meditation. Um, I believe I talk about this uh, in Mandarin, um, few times already but today I try to uh, try to uh, share this part of the information in English and then because uh, I think it's very helpful to uh, people like us you know working on this uh, uh, spiritual journey is that uh, dynamic meditation means that in the old days when we talk about meditation we kind of uh, 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 how do you say that? The meditation that we understood is that we're gonna put ourselves in a dark room and then sit there, don't talk, and no, not anything for at least two, three, four hours 
or even half day, one day or two days. But because of the uh, vibration on the uh, Mother Earth vibration and human consciousness uh, vibration is not as high as right now. So that's an old way of doing meditation. The reason I gave a, I use a dynamic meditation is that I'm going to explain to you right here is that whatever you're doing during the day, that things that you enjoy of doing it, that you 100%, even 120%, 200%, pay attention on whatever you're doing. The entire process for to you is a meditation. So it, it doesn't have to be sit there, still, don't talk, don't think, not at all. It's like if you're cooking a meal for your families and friends, in that entire process, you're creating dishes. You try to think, try to be more creative. Oh, what am I going to cook today? How many dishes and what kind of combination I want to present? And doing that entire process is your meditation. Because nowadays, all the data, you know, um, internet, all the, uh, all the data information kind of uh, flooded everywhere. So we don't really have time to sit there for two hours and not talking, not thinking. So that's why dynamic meditation is good for everyone is that you need to find your own, the one that fits you. Not everybody have to be same. For example, if you like swimming, the minute, the moment you jump into the pool and then you swim uh, laps about 20, 30 minutes, that entire process is a meditation for you. That's why we can call it like a dynamic uh, meditation. Also, if you like painting, the entire process you're painting, you're creating with the color, with the uh, shapes or uh, the scenery that you put it on, you, you paint it on that process is also meditation for you. So there are a lot more example that you can think of. Just find the one that fits you the most. Like Linda, every day she goes take a walk with the peach. And then that process is also not even, not, not only the uh, vision quest, but also it's a meditation process for her. So because that's the time you spend time with you yourself. And then that's a very important to know that because nowadays we don't have time to sit there for two hours, not talking, not thinking. So find something, some activity really uplifting you and you really enjoyed it, uh, you know, joyful of doing those, then those will be, those are your meditation you can call it dynamic meditation as well. Yes. Thank you for doing that, for saying that. Because a lot of times for me, cooking is a meditation. And, and especially if I'm fasting, I mean, that sounds kind of crazy, but I really enjoy it. It is a high level, uh, you know, because it's like how, how you feed people and just you know or even my doing yard work is a meditation for me yes you know i just love it yes so a lot of things in our daily life that can be your meditation because we got so distracted from all other stuff like a tv like an internet those kind of thing so uh find the one that you can spend at least 
you know, sometime every day or every other day to do it. And that's your meditation, you know, process. So that's very good. And everyone is different. You don't have to do painting. You don't have to do uh, swimming. You can find the one that fits you the most. Yes. Thank you. That, that's really good information. Yeah. A lot of people don't really identify um, like if I'm going to be working with, let's say, a harder client, I will go for a really long walk to kind of prepare and to get centered. And I know I'm doing that. I mean, I do it intentionally. But, it, you know, and I look at the trees and it's not like I'm thinking the whole time, but I'm appreciating nature because I live in an area that I can see those. And now the flowers are in bloom and all that. So I, by the time I get home, I'm ready to do whatever it is. Yes, that's right. That's right. So anything else that we haven't covered that we would like to cover today? No, I think you did a great job. I think that's great. It's a great way to end it. To okay, wonderful. People, <laughs> yeah, remind people that it's just a dynamic meditation. Yes, yes. I think that's very helpful information, you know, for everybody. And then, uh, would you like to sum up today uh, your your event going on, and then uh, so okay. we can uh, wrap it up? Yeah, I, it'll be in October, and I'll, I'll get the flyer by the time the next time we get together. And um, I just like everybody to keep a good thought for my publisher, so that we can get it going, so that a book will be put together. And also, I think, um, like with I Ching and doing it, I think we're starting to draw different people and opening up to different venues. And I think we're all, and especially after the Sweat Lodge, we're in that new beginning. And what does that mean? We don't know what that means yet. It's, it's being defined. It's like the painting you're talking about or the any of that stuff. So I think we have to be very open and say yes to a lot of things that even may seem peculiar. You know, uh, it could be, I don't know, going out with a strange friend that you haven't seen in years and they have a message for you, you don't know. But I think we have to stay very open as we go through this transition in July. Yes, yes, that's very true. And then, yeah, so we are going to, uh, recently, I've been very active on doing this Zoom and then Chinese and English version, both of them. So that's, you know, you can see the, the energy, this, this way of the energy is actually going. So we want to take advantage of that, just, uh, you know, flow with it. So whatever you like to do uh, in your life or the current stage, whatever you want to accomplish, you know, uh, send out the intention and then just... Uh, one step at a time and then march on to it, then I'm sure uh, you can manifest soon, sooner than later. Yes. Right. Thank you, I Ching. So, yeah. So that will be our session today. And I really appreciate that Linda, my super co-host, every time <laughs> <laughs> helping me. I love me. it. I yes. Love it. I love it. Yes. So you, we will see you. We will see you next time. Thank you. Okay. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yes. To our independence and our successes and our new beginnings. Aho. Yes. Aho. Thank you. Bye-bye.